You are listening to Jai Long, and this is the Educators Rising podcast. Now, I know you have big questions. How do people like you and me make it as an educator? How do we sell online courses? How do we successfully coach the people around us, bring everybody up in our industry and take our lives and our knowledge to the next level? If you are obsessed like I am and you're thinking that's exactly you, that's exactly where you want to be, then this show is going to be for you. We're going to obsess over all those little things that are going to end up getting you big results. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to Jai Long and this is the Educators Rising podcast. I am very honored, very excited that you're here and you know what? You are here because you want to take your education business to another level. Maybe you haven't even started an education business yet, but you really want to take something off the ground. I know where you are because I've been there. And right now I am in the midst of really taking my stuff to another level. And I really want to start this whole podcast series and today's episode with myself introducing myself. Who am I? to you. Now, not because I'm super egotistical and I just really want you to know my story. It's actually the opposite. I think when you know someone's story, it's easier to connect with that person, but it's also easier to relate that story to your own life. Now, it's so often, myself included, we can see so many successful entrepreneurs out there and we think that they were born with money. They were born with talent. They got all the connections. They got all the friends. They got all the opportunities. And what about us? Because I haven't got anything. Now, I am very guilty of that mindset for sure. And so I always start all my education with really digressing, sharing a few stories, becoming human with you, because I want you to know that we're all here going through the ups and the downs and the, and the times that sometimes feels like shit and those big wins that sometimes, you know, we get and we, we can't even believe it, but we do believe it because we worked hard for it, right? Now, if you do know who I am, I am a business coach and I love educating people. It's one of the most exciting careers that I've had. I've had plenty of careers. I've had a cafe. I was had a successful wedding photography business. I had a successful electrical business. I've done property developing. I've done a lot of marketing, a lot of advertising, and I have a very, very successful educating and coaching business right now. And um, I think for me, like I love sharing the journey all the time because one, it keeps me accountable, but two, it raises the standards for everyone around me and actually raises the bar of the community. And so the more that I share and the more that people can show up and listen in and take their stuff to another level, it means that everything gets higher and it means I want to work harder and push harder and and do more. So I'm making sure I keep myself on my toes and um, and everything is always really fun, which for me, it's like fun is, and happiness for me is always growth, right? I want to be progressing and to grow. Sometimes you need to grow the whole community around you. So then everybody can take my ideas and then spin it in their own way, push it out to the world, do something different with it. And then I get re-inspired by those things, which is really cool. So if you know who I am, um, I have a podcast called Make Your Break and I've been running that for a few years now and I got a best-selling course called The Six Figure Business Map. It's predominantly for photographers. We do have some other people in there and it's done really well. And you know what? I think one of the, my biggest achievements in my life is the fact that I've been able to actually show up and help so many people. 
Now, I don't take that lightly because I have to be in such a privileged position to be able to not only thrive with just helping myself, but be able to be in the position where I can extend that help to other people. And I can also listen to other people, help them through what they're going through and take on board, you know, so I take on board sometimes people's problems, their roadblocks, the downs, the ups, the sideways and everything else. And I think, you know, you've got to be in such a privileged position to be in in life if you can actually hold those things on your shoulders and not only that, still show up as the best version of yourself and still help the people around you, which is incredible. So if you are here and you're thinking you want to become an educator, or maybe you are already an educator, maybe you want to scale up, maybe you want to do some, your first workshop, or you want to just start coaching some people, Uh, you want to expand your social media following, you want to grow your email list, you want to start marketing, advertising, whatever it is, it's always for the greater good, right? We're here to show up to impact the community and the people around us that we do love, the community and the industries that we do love, and bring a whole new perspective and all the things that we have to offer to the world. And I think it's such a beautiful thing to be able to actually pass on all all this knowledge. Now, one mentor of mine once said this, and this I know, don't worry, I know this is from a famous quote or whatever, from wherever it comes from, but bear with me because I love to, I love to think my mentor is the one that came up with this, but he always said, Put the ladder down for others. So no matter how high you get, make sure you're always putting down the ladder. And that's the duty of you as someone that is successful. Now, success looks different to all of us. Like sometimes success could be like you just monetary success. You just made a lot of money. You did a big launch. You sold out a workshop. You did whatever. You'd be able to buy yourself something pretty, something nice, whatever it is. Like that can be success. But success comes in so many different ways. Like a lot of the times it's fulfillment for us, like successfully showing up and then doing the shit that we love without having someone, having a boss to tell us what to do. Being able to provide for our families, be able to provide for ourselves, be able to actually help our community around us, be able to actually bring some positive impact to everyone around us, right? If you're in that privileged position, it's it's actually humbling but mind-blowing that you can do that. And so often, like, for success, you don't need to be so wildly successful in other people's eyes. It's just in your own eyes. But just being a couple of steps ahead of someone behind you means you have so much to give. Now, often you hear, in, especially in educators' podcasts and, and things like that, they say you just need to be two steps ahead and you can sell everything. And I don't believe in that. I do to some extent, but I do believe that as educators ourselves, we have a moral duty to show up as the best versions of ourselves in this craft and actually learn the craft of coaching and teaching and being able to plant a seed in someone's mind so it can grow into a big, beautiful tree so they can come up with their own ideas. And I think there's so many great ways that we can do that through coaching, workshops, mentoring, ebooks, retreats, memberships. Like we're going to be talking about all of this. So if you know my story, you know that uh, throughout my life, I grew up homeless when I was really young and we lived in tents, we lived in trailer parks, we lived in the housing commission, government housing, we lived everywhere. And we were on a waiting list for a government house for seven years. So when I was 11 years old, I moved into my first permanent home and it was mind blowing. I absolutely loved it. And um, I felt like I was really rich, right? Fast forward, like my parents, they had a lot of problems, of course, like everybody's parents. My dad had a drug problem and he was also very abusive and there was a lot of domestic violence in my family. So 
I guess it did spark a very unconventional upbringing for me. Uh, one thing that I didn't do is much study. I didn't have the privilege and opportunity to go to school for every year because I had to go and work and help support my brothers and sisters. I had to do a lot of things to get to where I am. And I think when I was about 15, 16, I moved out of home, quit school, and I made it my mission to go out there and change my life. And one of the things I did is I became an electrician and it actually did change my life. Now, when I became an electrician, there was a few things. One thing was when I was at school, I was really bad at maths. And don't worry, I'm, I'm digressing here. All this is going to relate to you. It's not just me sharing my story, I promise. Okay. So bear with me. And I was really bad at maths. And the teacher always told me so much so that they flunked me, but they also took me out of maths and they put me into a class called... What was it called? It was it was basically called job study. So it was it was basically people that they knew was going to not finish school, and then instead of learning maths, we learned how to write a resume and things like that. So I was so bad at maths, and the problem was when I first started my apprenticeship, the teacher came in, did this big spill, and he said, "If you don't have grade twelve maths, you're probably going to fail." That's not me saying that. That's the statistics. Not many people go through this, and I was sitting there thinking, "Oh my god, I've, I chose the wrong career. I don't know maths." Now, I failed my first year when I went to school um, as an electrician and then I failed my capstone test, which is a big exam at the end. I failed that twice or three times and I found it really hard and that math was super hard. But what I did do is I actually went out and got a mentor and that mentor was a maths coach. So this person taught me maths. And so after work, I would pay money. I'll go to this guy and then he, I don't, actually don't even know if I always paid him. I think he also just wanted to help me out because he seen I was ambitious and everything. So I could be skewing the story and the, and the math teacher could be listening as well. So I don't want to make out like I paid him lots of money and I didn't because I probably didn't. But he taught me a few valuable lessons. And one valuable lesson was he always said to me, Jai, you're not bad at maths. Like just simply that, you're not bad at maths. You're not bad at maths. And I always thought like, but I am. Everyone else always told me, but he's like, but you're not, and I'll prove it to you. And he would give me equations and I was able to do it and he would show me how to do it. And within about 12 months of working with him, I was actually really good at maths. And today I'm really good at maths. I do maths for everything, right? I'm going to be talking about maths in a different way, a more fun way on this podcast episode. When we're talking about funnels, we're talking about metrics, we're talking about Facebook ads, we're talking about profits, we're talking about, you know, all those things. Like how do you price something? How do you make more money? And I've obsessed over these things for years. I also do property developing, which is all mass. It's like, how much is this house? How much profit will I get? How much tax do I have to pay? How much is the bill going to be? How much is this? How much is that? You know, and so working out all this kind of stuff, how much is the inflation? How much is the interest rates? You know, so blah, blah, blah. Mass for me, I'm really good at it now. And it's all thanks to a mentor because somebody out there decided to hand on their knowledge. And I'm so thankful for that person. And for me, I didn't really go to school, but that was my first interaction with a mentor or a coach. And it really did change my life. And from there, I'm being able to do so many different things. Now, one of the first things that happened when I was about 20 years old, I finished my apprenticeship. I really wanted to, um, I wanted to help my dad because at this stage, my dad was in rehab he was in rehab and he was trying to kick an old drug problem and he was on he was on drugs for a long time. And it was really hard for me to go through, of course, and my family and everything else. And for him, of course, you know, more so than me, of course. And it was hard to see that. And I'd go and visit him in rehab and everything. And I felt helpless. And I wanted to get him a job. And one of the reasons why I wanted to get him a job, because I felt like if I got him a job, it would give him purpose. And if he has purpose, then he probably 
won't rely on drugs and he will probably have direction. He'll probably make a goal. And, I, and uh, you know, I internalize all this. So the first thing I did back in those days, because this is 16 years ago now, I actually went to the phone booth back then through the white pages and the yellow pages and I just cold called businesses and I tried to get him a job. Now, the biggest problem was he was not employable. So how do you get a job for someone that's unemployable? He didn't really have teeth. He looked like a drug addict. He was in rehab still while I was ringing all these people. And it actually made me angry because I was like, who are all these rule makers that could say no to my dad? And why can't he have a job? Like, why isn't he good enough? And I couldn't understand it. And what I realized really quickly was the rule makers are the business owners. And I'm like, fuck that. I want to be a business owner because I want to make these rules so I can help people. And so from there, I actually started a cafe. So my partner, partner's parents had a cafe and they're closing it down. We took it over and we renovated it. We built out this giant cafe and we ran it for a year. But just before I opened the doors, because my dad was a really good cook and I was going to get him out of rehab and he was going to be working there, he actually died of a drug overdose, which made it insanely hard for us to, to keep showing up. It made it hard for us to keep showing up in a business when I had no business knowledge. I didn't have any academic records of, of anything really. So business for me was super hard. And all I knew was that I needed to keep showing up. I'll be able to figure it out, be resourceful. And also business owners are the rule makers and you need to forge your own path because no one is ever going to help you. You have to learn how to help yourself. And these are the things, these are the lessons that I learned at such a young age. Now, from there, of course, I've been able to scale up multiple businesses and do multiple things. And now, you know, I do run a multi-million dollar business and it, and it feels incredible to find success finally after years and years of just like hustling, hustling, just showing up and, you know, to, to nobody all the time. And it feels like sometimes it feels like you're just not going to get anywhere and, and other times you can celebrate wins and, and it feels incredible in both those spaces and everywhere in between as well. Now, I, w- I want to relate that story to you because often, and like I was saying at the very start, like we can, we can feel alone and that we're the only ones going through shit. And if we got shit going on, then we won't be able to be as successful as the big entrepreneurs that we see or the, or the people that we look up to. And I've got to say, like, if you are underprivileged, like a lot of us are, and a lot of you are, it just means you have to show up harder, unfortunately. And that's the truth of it. It means you're going to get more no's and there's going to be more doors closed and you're going to have to be more resilient. And that's just the way it is. And in so many ways, like we all go through so much shit and it all feels the same. It doesn't matter who you are. It's not worse for you and it's not better for someone else. It's us going through as humans, trying to work ourselves out. And then from there, we have so much adversity. And guess what happens in adversity? You learn a new way. So when you learn a new way, it means you've got a new framework. You can help other people that are going through the thing that you struggle to go through. So if you started a business, for instance, maybe you're a wedding photographer, for instance, and you, you went through all that hardship, starting that business, getting it off the ground, starting an LLC or a company, employing the first person, you know, um, sending out invoices, doing all those things. Now from there, you went through all of that. So you've got so much to give now, right? Because you can bridge the gap for someone that's starting out and they really want to get to where you are and they're looking up to you. And even though you don't see yourself as successful yet, someone out there sees you as so tremendously successful and so much further ahead as them. And then it's your obligation, no matter where you are in life right now, is to always put down that ladder and always help people up wherever they are. So I think for me, like, and I just want to share a couple of stories with my experience with becoming an educator because 
it has been and it is the best career that I've ever had for so many different reasons, but it is so fulfilling to be able to see the look on someone's face when they're thanking you after you've been able to help them out in some way and you're doing it by sharing all the secrets and you're doing it by showing up and not holding anything back because you don't even want anything in return. You just want to help people. And if you are in that space, then you're going to be tremendously successful and you should be listening to this episode, should be listening to this podcast, right? Because my community rises. I mean, we share and we give out as much as we can relentlessly to our audiences, to the people around us. We build so much value and that makes us valuable and it helps us solidify the success that we want because we can measure it in a different way. You're impacting more people, you're helping more people, you're getting more results for people, man, you're successful, right? Hey, if you're a course creator or you're a coach and you're looking for the perfect platform to host your email list, your actual content, your courses, your coaching, everything else, then Kajabi is where it's at. I personally use it. It's a one-stop shop. It has everything in there from funnels to website building to email lists to course creation and everything else. And hey, it can save you so much money when you get rid of all those other subscriptions and just get straight into Kajabi. So Kajabi has actually helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like yourself make billions of dollars over the last few years. And I believe you are no different. You need to get in there and give it a try. And if you do so, I'm giving you a 30-day trial period right now. All you have to do is head over to jialong.co forward slash Kajabi. So to claim your 30 days, head over to jialong.co forward slash Kajabi. Education wasn't always my strong suit because think about this, I didn't really go to school. So it was hard for me to stand in front of a class. It was hard for me to put together a talk. It was hard for me to talk in front of people. I remember the time I talked in front of five people. I fucking did not sleep that night. I was so stressed. I remember the first time I talked in front of 10 people. First time I talked in front of 15, then 20, then 50, then 500, and then 5,000, and then 8,000. Like I remember these times. It meant every time I can't sleep for weeks. It's so hard. I'm an introvert. It's hard for me to show up. You know, I'm not classically trained. I don't know what I'm doing. I stuff up all the time, but I'm willing to try and fail. And I think for me, that's my success. I'm proud of myself for showing up regardless if anyone else shows up for me, if anyone buys tickets. I'm, I'm proud, right? So my first workshop, it was it was really hard because I got a lot of hate from, um, I was a wedding photographer at the time and I didn't like a lot of the communities because I felt like they were pretty old school. It was a very hierarchy thing. You know, if you've got lots of followers on Instagram or if you're just, if you're a somebody, then nobody else can be a somebody. And it was really hard for me to see. And I, and I seen it as, um, yeah, I won't go too deep into it, but I, but it was a lot of things that I really wanted to, like wanted to change at that time. And so in my second year of business, I, I became an educator and I ran my first workshop and oh boy, I got some hate. I got so much hate from people. You know, they're going to be jealous people for sure, but people saying like, who are you to show up and do this? Who are you to give away all the secrets? You're ruining the, in the photography industry by helping all these newbies. You, who are you? Like, you haven't even done anything. And the thing was what they were overlooking was, yeah, you're right. I wasn't a great photographer. I didn't really know what I did, was doing with the camera, Right but I was good at business. At that stage, I already was doing business for 10 years. And for me, I've already done my dues. I was already bankrupt before. I already made a lot of money. Like I did everything in between and I was steps and miles in front of a lot of creatives that have never done anything to do with business. And they just obsessed over their craft. So I knew what I had and I needed to share it with the world. Now, needless to say, 
I didn't sell at that workshop. It was really hard to sell. I think we got like maybe seven, eight people uh, buy a ticket and I needed about 15 to break even. And I think it cost me about $5,000 out of my own money to, to put on the workshop. It was one of the best experiences of my life. I still think about it. It was so much fun. We put so much money into it. We got sponsors. Uh, we had tents, you know, went over a few days. It finished on a big hike. We talked about business, talked about art, photography, had a guest speaker come in um, from America, like the whole thing. It was absolutely incredible for me. And for me, I always knew that I was playing the long game. It wasn't about the money. I would show up and do it for free. I showed up and paid money, you know, more money than anyone else just to teach people. And I did that for years and years afterwards as well. When I first started my first podcast, no one listened. When I first put out the thing saying, I'm doing coaching now, no one signed up. When I first put out a course, no one bought. Like I went through all of that and I continue to go through all that because I know that persistence is the most important thing as an entrepreneur and we've always got roadblocks in front of us and we're holding ourselves back. And if you think you can just rest on your, on your laurels and just go out there and be successful, regardless of, well, of anything, like it's going to be so hard for you because you have to pay your success tax. You know, you have to show up and do the thing. So you get credible and you get people results and you get experience. And I think it's so, so important. So I'm an advocate for, you know, people working for free. I'm an advocate. And I always think like, if you're not going to do it for free and if you wouldn't do it for free, you probably shouldn't do it because it can be hard. And I know you're listening to this podcast because you're ready to blow your shit up and we are going to do that. Absolutely. But I do want to say it's not a silver bullet and everyone just gets rich. We need to put in the work and you know this because you are a relentless entrepreneur. So you're ready to put in the work because if you don't put in the work, the person that suffers is your mentees, is your clients, right? The people looking up to you to learn from you. So you need to obsess over your own mindset over your growth, where you are as a business owner right now, where you are as an educator, how you present, how you speak, the questions that you ask, how you support your community, how you support those people in times of need. Like you need to obsess over these things because it's going to make you such an incredible entrepreneur and educator that you're going to affect and impact so many people. And of course, those that bring that much value get rewarded the most as well. And so that's why you're here because you want to live a larger life, which I'm really excited about. One thing that you got to know about me, I'm always saying that I'm excited because I am, you know, sometimes I'm nervous, but I turn it into excitement. Sometimes I'm scared. I turn it into excitement. You know, there's so many things. So I started my first online course in 2019 and I felt like the world was changing and people were going to do online courses a little bit more. So I obsessed over them. I launched my first course, which was called Album Academy. It was really fun. It was super successful. And then I had another course after that and then another one. And it was called The Six Figure Business Map, which was a few years in the making. So it was basically my offline workshop, in-person workshop. And I really wanted to do it online so I can impact more people. And I'll tell you why. When I used to travel around the world and especially around Australia and, and America and New Zealand, um, I'd have sold out workshops and I could only really have 15 people in the room. So that's what we used to cap it at. And I'd be there with them for two days. And so when I was there teaching business to creatives for two days, at the end of it, everyone felt inspired. Everybody loved it. And, and they got so many actionable tips and I got so much good feedback and so many good reviews and everything else. And I felt so good about impacting people. But after that, there was no follow-up. In the two days, they're gone. They had to make it on in the, in the world on their own and that was it. And for me, I just didn't think that was good enough because I wanted to see things through, right? I didn't want to just jump in and jump out. The other thing was I had so many people come to me and go, Jai, your workshops are really expensive. 
it's not because of the ticket price. It's because when you hold a two-day workshop and it's not in my area, I need to get flights. I need to get accommodation. I need to get two days off work or three days off work. I need to get a babysitter. Like there's so many other fees, so many other things for me to show up with you. And it's also whenever you need it, not when I need it as a student, right? So whenever you're hosting the workshop, not when I need it as a student. And it made me think online is the way because from there, anyone can join my stuff. And if I do, personally, I do 12 month coaching and course programs. And in 12 months, it's like all I need to be able to see someone through from like them having ideas, thinking about how they want their business to be all the way through to like them launching and scaling up their business. Some people have been doing it for 10 years and and them being able to actually make a lot more income and solidify their strategies and get a lot more time and things like that. And the fulfilling thing for me as an educator is I get to see them through all of that now. And I'm talking about the ups and the downs. I'm talking about all the round and rounds, you know, all the things that we do and that doesn't work out, all the times that we show up and no one else shows up, all the times that we... Whatever it is, it can be so hard. So the six-figure business map has been wildly successful for us. We've had over 2,000 students now. We've got hundreds of reviews and we've been able to make hundreds of six-figure photographers, which is incredible because when I first started, it was unheard of. That was for the elite and the people with hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers and nobody else. But for us, we were able to impact so many people and, um, and show them strategies that was repeatable replicable. You know, when I first started a podcast, one of the reasons why I did it is because I was so scared of recording myself because I didn't want to stuff up and show people that there's words I can't pronounce, things that I can't say, and I didn't want to look like an idiot. And then fast forward to today, and I always look like an idiot. And there's always words I can't pronounce. And I'm always working on myself and learning new things. And that's just me. And you're going to have to learn to love me or tune out and go to another show. But that's me. So I just want to sort of finish with, of course, we've had some wildly successful launches and this course and everything else, of course. And I'm always looking around for a community of people to share my wins with or to share strategies with, because I love showing people what I just did. Like, you know, I don't like to hide it and, and keep it a secret. I don't like to stop people from their success and everything else. So um, I wanted to start a podcast where I can shamelessly share with you, you know, my insights my strategies, my mindset, my approach, my students, like everything else with you. So you can apply these to your business. And so you can really think about how to level up and scale up your business or how to actually embark on starting this from scratch. And I, and I really do hope that I can help you in some way by me just digressing and sharing stories, sharing the things that make me tick and my team tick and how we go through and optimize a funnel or how I launch a new Facebook ad or, you know, whatever it is. There's just so many things to do. So I'm excited that you're here. Big thank you for subscribing to this channel. If you do want to do something for me, please leave a review on this channel It's going to help me a lot, especially on launch week. And I'm going to give away a free mentoring session to one lucky person this month for leaving me a review. Now, all you got to do is leave a review, have your name in there somewhere so I can contact you, so so I can find you. And trust me, I read every single review and I appreciate it all. So thank you so much. The other thing you can do is share this podcast. If you share it on social media, tag me. It's a brand new podcast. We just put it out there. And I would love to reshare it for you, right? I'd love to give you a shout out as well. So you can find me on Instagram at jialong.co. 
Now, last thing. I want to share with you my unrealistic goals because if you know me, I'm all about those unrealistic goals and it's so important to have a big goal to go towards because fuck this, I am excited about taking my life to another level. I'm excited about my business and I hate playing small and I hate trying to conform to other people's goals and what they think is possible and everything else. Now, trust me when I say I don't have many entrepreneur friends in my circle that do big things that I can see, that I can um, that I can copy and ask some questions and take them out for coffee. So I always listen to podcasts and I read books and do things like that so I can get into the flow of listening to people that inspire me. And I hope I can be one of those people for you. So for me, I'm on this journey where right now we make a few million dollars per year in our business turnover. And of course, on this podcast, I'm going to be transparent. I'll share all my learnings and I'm going to share like how much money we make, all the rest of it. So it can inspire you. But I'm trying to scale my business to a $10 million per year business because I don't know why, but for me, when I first started, I wanted to make $10,000 a year. And this is when I first started as a gardener. And then when I had my cafe, I wanted a six-figure business. And then when I had my wedding photography business, I was like, imagine making just like 500000 per year. And I did that. And then the education business, I was like, imagine making $1 million per year. And I did that. You know, so for me, like I just, um, progression is happiness. It's not about the money, but I love having the money because it means it gives me the power of choice and to be able to employ people, give more opportunities and be able to help the people that I love most and I, and I love being in control. I am a control freak and that's what I love. I know no one's going to show up and help me with the goals, with my goals and the things that I want in life and I have to go out there and make it all happen for myself. And I see these amazing big entrepreneurs doing it and I think if they can do it, why can't I do it? So that's my big unrealistic goal. If you've got a big unrealistic goal for this year or if you're just starting to listen to this podcast and you've got a big unrealistic goal of what you want to do, just send me a DM at jialong.co. I would love to hear from you and that big goal. Keep yourself accountable. I've also got a Facebook group. You can share your goals in there as well. You'll hear that in a moment on the outro. But other than that, big thank you. Welcome, Riser. Let's take our stuff to another level. I am so humbled that you're here. And yeah, let's get it. Hey Riser, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm excited to see the big results that you get and celebrate those wins. If you do want to join my community, I have a Facebook group called Educators Rising and I believe it's the place that you need to be if you want to share your wins, you want to share your strategies and everything else. I do show up live and I do get in there and interact with everybody. So it's a lot of fun. Also, if you're a creative entrepreneur, I do have a podcast show called Make Your Break. It's incredible. We have so many good speakers. There's lots of motivation, inspiration, tips and tricks, strategies and everything else. So be sure to check those out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll see you soon.